on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Andy and DJ. Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. We're going to cruise the internet. If you're curious about what cruise the internet means, it means we are going to throw three headlines, maybe four, depending on how we feel and depending on the fuckery happening in society. Uh, and we're going to discuss what's going on in the world. Then we're going to identify the problems at the root of the uh, propaganda. Then we're going to make fun of people that believe it. And then we're going to offer a solution. That's how the show goes. Okay. We make fun of a lot of shit. If you are a sensitive person with no sense of humor, this is definitely not the show for you. Um, if you want to win and you want to kick ass and you want to understand what's going on and you want to be rich as fuck and you want to do all this shit, uh, this is the show for you. That's what we do here. Because understanding what's going on in the world is the foundation of personal success and freedom for the rest of your life as an individual. And that's why we also have Q&AF. Now, Q&AF is where you get to submit your questions and then I will graciously bestow my answer upon you. You could submit those questions too. All right, guys, email those questions in to askandyatandyforsella.com. And I know you guys, half of you fuckers hate me and you hear that shit and you think I'm being serious. You're falling into the group of the sense of humor lacking people that should turn the fucking show off. Because anybody who's listened to me for any amount of time understands that the reason I have valuable information is because I'm an idiot, okay? <laughs> That's the truth. I've fucked everything up a million fucking times. I've learned every fucking lesson there is the hard way, and I just can't quit. I'm just not a quitter. And that gives me a valuable wealth of information to share with you, uh, because unlike most of these other social media gurus, I'm just a regular fucking dude who fucks everything up, okay? And I'm not too proud to admit it, all right? That's the truth. Um, I've made bad decisions. I've done bad things. I've fucked up my life over and over and over again. Uh, and I've learned, and I've gotten better, and I've improved. And, you know, I tell a famous story about how my guidance counselor uh, told me that I wasn't the cream of the crop. And I was sitting in my house the other day, and... I sent a picture to Madat. It was a pretty baller picture um, with the caption that said, and this is the shit that comes to me when I'm at home and I'm smoking a little reef mm -hmm. and I'm thinking of shit. It said, and I think I said it on yesterday's show. My guidance counselor was right when he said I wasn't cream of the crop. He was absolutely right. I'm fucking proof that you don't have to be. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes my information valuable. So if you're looking for perfect, if you're looking for someone who has never made a mistake, if you're looking for someone that's impeccable and pretends he's uh, the Jesus of entrepreneurs, I'm the wrong motherfucker. Okay. There's plenty of other people for that. No hurricanes. Yeah. It, 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 it's just a point of the, the, the societal expectation that people are somehow these perfect fucking people. Bro, a perfect motherfucker can't teach you very much. Mm. You know who could teach you the most? The people who have destroyed their shit over and over and over again and then figured out how to make it work. That's what kind of dude I am. Mm -hmm. Okay. We also have real talk. 
Real Talk is five to 20 minutes of me ranting about a problem I see that I think needs to be solved. The last one I did was on the, the intentional victimhood of our own selves and why it's important for us to be our own best friend. I did that last Saturday. If you want to scroll back a few episodes, you can listen to it. That's what a real talk is. And then, for those of you who like to listen to every other fucking podcast on the internet that is an interview format, I do sort of, kind of have an episode format for you. We call it full length. But you probably don't want to listen to it because here's what happens. It starts off as an interview and it turns into a shit show. <laughs> and those of you who are used to like wonderful interviewers, like with great interviewing skills, like my business partner, Ed Milet, who's one of the best interviewers in the world. I'm not that. Yeah. You're going to be disappointed. I'm pretty fucking bad at it. I'm more of a conversationalist and I'm not even that good at that. But that's what we try to do. So like, if you're thinking this is like every other fucking podcast where it's like, you know, tell me about your this or that or this or this. We try that sometimes and it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. If you're here for that, you're probably better off listening to other people. Oh, and then we have a fee, a fee for the show. Uh, if you do like the show, uh, the slim chance that you like listening to a fucking idiot who can't interview people, who talks real loud and gets real passionate about almost everything. Um, if you do like that, uh, please share the show. Think That's the up, show. Baby. Yeah. Think he's up. Listen, yeah, yeah. Bro, listen, man. <laughs> Too many people try to be everything to everyone. And they live their whole lives in this prison that they create called themselves, that they call themselves, right? That is this version of themselves that's trying to be everything to everyone. Motherfucker, I just can't do it. Some of the guys might be able to do it. I can't do it. I am what the fuck I am. So when you're searching for authenticity and you're searching for what the, the X factor is, because I see a lot of people out there that are up and coming. You know, I've had a lot of success just being myself. And it's funny because a lot of people don't even realize like that I am this way. Yeah. But. I've had a lot of success just being myself and talking the truth, guys. And I talk about authenticity. And then, like, I see a lot of people, they think that means to imitate how I am. Yeah, how to cuss for dummies. Yeah, like, bro, and yes. <laughs> like, that's not authentic, bro. And if you are like me, let it rip, dude. You know, let it rip. But, you know, that's, if you're not like that naturally, then don't be like that. Be who the fuck you are. And the reason that we're so depressed, the reason we're so frustrated and the reason we all feel suffocated is because we live in this culture where when you are yourself, people criticize it, right? It's not enough for this person. It's too much for that person. Uh, it offends these people. It does this to that. But see, what you guys are failing to understand is that if you would just rip the bandaid off and be who the fuck you were, those people would sort themselves out and you would get far less fucking resistance. Okay, like motherfuckers that fucking really truly don't like my shit. Guess what? They moved on a long time ago. They moved on from my show. They moved on from my businesses. They don't buy from me. And I don't have to worry about them because they're not fucking here. And you guys spend all your time trying to win the approval of these people who are never going to approve of you in the first place. So take it from me. If you want to be authentic, be who you are. And it will fucking free you. You will not have to live in this state of uncomfortable anxiety mm -hmm. trying to please every fucking person. 
I'm very simple. I stand for fucking freedom. If you disagree with me, cool. You have yeah. the right to disagree with me. But when you step on my yard, motherfucker, that's whenever I'm going to have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. Okay? We should all respect each other's views. We should all be okay with people having different views. And we should not only be okay, we should embrace the different views because discussion and, and conflict breeds effective solution. And that's what we're missing in this country. And a lot of you guys are missing it in your personal content, just being honest. You know, you're out there trying to be a version of somebody instead of being the best version of you. And that's where the magic is. Yeah. Well, you talk about it too a lot. It's like, you know, when you're chasing that thing that doesn't even fucking exist, being honest, it's like you're swimming against the grain. You're, mm -hmm. you're swimming up. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're swimming upstream. Go with the fucking flow. Be who you are. And just watch what the universe does for that. You know what I'm saying? It rewards that. Look, man, no matter how aware people are, right? We all have different levels of awareness. And, you know, the younger you are, the less aware you are because the less perspective you possess. You have less experiences. So it's just that way. Yeah. You will become more aware as you have more experiences. And when you become aware of being aware, you become super aware. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's a process and it happens over time. And my goal of these shows and my content is to contribute to the process of self-discovery and awareness of each individual out there. Because with the discovery of your own personal awareness comes the understanding of who you are as a person and you cannot be happy or productive or successful until you truly understand self. And understanding self is not reading a bunch of victim shit on the fucking internet and be like, oh my God, that's so me. Yeah. Understand that a lot of these people who put out these infographics of mass victimhood over and over and over, and that these people profit, they profit. You buy their books, you buy their content, you buy their shit, you buy all their shit by keeping you in a place of thinking that you are fucked up. And the only thing that most of people are fucking up is that they're not going through the journey of discovering what it is they actually are. And then working, working very hard for a very long time to actualize, actualize, I'm trying to say. Actualize. Actualize. I, I can't say the fucking word. Okay. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say? At a black moment. <laughs> you just got to interrupt my whole fucking monologue with the fucking racist joke. Anyway. Let's slip it in there. It is what it is. The point is, is that you have to pursue that potential and become what it is you're meant to become. And that's where you're going to find your personal magic. Mm -hmm. You know, that thing that you see in these other people, like, dude, they just got this thing. That's a thing that they developed by going on that path of that journey. Most yeah. of these people did not become who the fuck you admire by trying to be a version of something else. Mm -hmm. they, they kind of, they, they went. Yeah. And, and dude, so many of you are not going because you want to have the perfect image when you start to go because you don't want anybody to laugh at you. Bro, everybody's going to laugh at you. Everybody still laughs at me. I get made fun of every fucking day. I get laughed at on the internet every fucking day. For the last fucking however many years I've been online, there isn't a single day that goes by that somebody isn't fucking making fun of me or laughing at me or saying I'm this or that or this or this or this. But guess what? That's part of the fucking price of going on a journey. 
you're going to have that. Yeah, comes with the territory. Yeah, and if you want a fucking life that's out of the ordinary, you're going to have to live with things that ordinary people just aren't equipped to live with, and you're going to have to get used to it. Some real shit. So, anyway, that's my fucking, that's my fucking speech. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, got, I have plenty more to say, but, you know, you would just make it into a racist joke. <laughs> so, I guess we'll just start the show. It's hard, it's hard to be oppressed by so much racism. Yeah. You know? Coming from the only black guy in the room. No, I'm, you know? <laughs> Fuck. No, oh, man. Uh, over here sipping on some sipping. Yeah. Not the. Yeah, other, you know. It's not that shit. You just here. reminded me. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want. Hold on. Go ahead and carry the show. <laughs> I, can you carry the show for three seconds? Uh, hey, guys. How's it going? Um, it's like a. Bro, that was like. All right, a, I'm <laughs> back. Yeah, there we go. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> we don't run ads on the show, but if we did. It would definitely be for this amazing orange sunrise, first form energy, the world's greatest energy drink yeah. in the history of fucking earth. I, if I were to run ads and I were, I were to get paid to advertise things, I would certainly accept a check uh-huh. from the athlete endorsement department of first form, mm-hmm. you know, and we should work on that. I know a guy. Yeah, because <laughs> this is some really good shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good shit over here, too. It's a little different. I'm a, I took, a, diff- I took a, a beaten path. What you got? Oh, you know, a little, little uh, taste of the MSCEO. Oh, you, you got that? Yeah, right. Oh, man. That's right. They, they don't know about this, though. No, they don't. They don't know about that. Yet. They don't know. No. They don't know. You know, it's like Dos Equis, you know what I'm saying? I don't always indulge, but when I do. No, it's like Fight Club. Oh, we don't talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, rule number one. Yeah. Maybe they'll find out about it. All right, so what's going on, dude? Is there weird shit going on today? There's a lot of weird shit. Really? A lot of crazy shit. Really? Um, Yeah, all of that. I got a good response off the monologue yesterday in the beginning of the Q&AF. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of people were like, yeah, uh, thanks for clarifying that uh, understanding of being successful is predicated on freedom. Yeah, 100%. Like, that, to me, that's an obvious thing for people to understand. But, like, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I understood, like you could only have the perspective if you had the experience. And yeah. if you've grown up in the last 12 years um, in the greatest growth phase of the history of humankind, um, that's the only perspective you know. Yeah. No, you know? that, bro, like, I mean, I think moving up the ladder of success comes more freedom, right? But because they've demonized success so fucking much, Nobody's even striving for that, so they're not even getting taste of what fucking success well, can yeah. give you. And they de- they demonize success so that people won't pursue it. And if people don't pursue it, that means they can become dependent on their system. Exactly. And they don't you know, worry about. You're not and it works about into people's ego, right? Like it's h- very hard for people to say to themselves, "Fuck, dude, I didn't even really try." You know, it's much yeah. easier to say, "You know what? Everybody else. It's fucking not fair. Nope. It's fucking everybody else. It's the system. It's this. It's that." You know, fucking Frisella got fucking lucky. Mm-hmm. Everybody else got, bro, how many times you got to get lucky before they luck? Exactly. I'm just being right. honest. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, the relationship. Like you though, guys, bro. you guys look at people and like, like there's motherfuckers out there that think like Elon Musk is just some fucking idiot who's gotten lucky four or five times on a massive scale. Like motherfucker, it ain't luck. It, these people work harder than you. They do more than you. They pour into things that you do not. And they get more than you because they give more than you. Mm-hmm. And that's reality. That's yeah. the fucking way. That's, 
The whole basis of this show is called Real AF because it is for realists. And if you want more out of life, you are going to have to invest more into your life. That is real shit. That is natural order. That is the way it's going to work now. That is the way it's going to work a thousand years from now because the laws of nature are undefeated. Yeah. The strong fucking survive. The weak fucking perish. And you could take that mentality into business and it's appropriate and it works. You could take that mentality into sports. It's appropriate and it works. You could take that mentality into any situation of any fucking thing. Relationships. It's it's the way things are. Yeah, yeah. So you're far better off just adopting the understanding that things are the way they are. And instead of pouting and screaming and kicking and crying and throwing fucking temper tantrums and then getting fucking uh, bugs to eat, because that's where it's going, okay? You should equip yourself to be the baddest motherfucker that you could possibly be in all areas so that you have the greatest chance of winning in all areas. And as someone who comes, as we already established, uh, from a very fucking normal family in a very normal city uh, and is, you know, an idiot, okay? Let's be fucking real. Uh, I fucked everything up that there is to fuck up. Coming from someone like that, I'm just telling you that you will win by adopting that strategy no matter who the fuck you are. If you do not adopt that strategy, no matter who the fuck you are, you will lose. And this is a mental propaganda campaign that has been pushed onto our youth for decades now and is designed to create a populace of weakness, of submission, and of dependence. And Your ultimate fuck you to all of that is becoming excellent in all areas. This is why I say personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. So you should strive to be fucking fit. You should strive to have strong character. You should strive to not repeat the mistakes that we have all made. Okay. The goal isn't to be perfect. The goal is to be better than last time. You should strive to be wealthy. You should strive to be a fucking solution for people who are less fortunate in your community. You should strive to build things that create careers for people. Okay? That is noble shit. And society has demonized success because if people don't believe those things, then what is the opposite of all of those things? Well, you've got someone who's fat, who consumes more food, who consumes more fucking digital assets. Now, they're indoctrinating your kids to live alternative lifestyles outside the regular reproductive family unit so that they can control population. We all understand what's going on. This is why they put uh, books about sucking dicks uh, to kids when they're fucking four years old. Get it? You don't want to fucking make money? Cool. You could take our fucking government check and you just depend on us. This is the whole play, motherfuckers. So, like, I don't understand what it is that you're not understanding about why you need to be better. It is, it is a duty. It's a duty at this point. It's past the point of live and let live and be free and this and that. We're not fighting a war of fucking bullets and fucking grenades and tanks and bombs and this and that and this. We're fighting a war of culture. And the culture war we're fighting 
The enemy is trying to get us to be weak, to be docile, to be stupid, to be fat, to be lazy, to consume more, to make less money, to be more dependent so that they can call the plays they want and we don't have any fucking leverage. That's what's going on. And so when you look at yourself in the mirror and you audit yourself, understand that the weaknesses that you have, that we all have, we all struggle, we all have parts. I have big parts of my life that I could be better at. But understand that when you don't address those and attempt to be better, you're failing your duty as an American citizen, in my opinion. That's my, that's my take on it. So anyway. Uh, let's get into this. Guys, remember, if you want to see any of these articles, pictures, links, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You can find them all there. And with that being said, let's get into it. But we're actually getting something coming over right now, guys. Got breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news headline reads, George Floyd's family will sue Kanye West for $250 million Of course they will. Over comments, uh, false comments about death. Of course they will. Yeah, of course they're going to try. Publicity stunt is like what I like to call it. But let's get into this, man. Fucking no, it's not publicity. This is fucking, I can get some fucking money and I'm going to fucking take it. I just, there's no grounds for it. That's there's the only not thing. grounds for a whole lot of shit going on right now. Well, yeah, that's true. So this go ahead. Um, but George, the article reads, George Floyd's family members will sue Kanye West for $250 million for harassment, uh, misappropriation, defamation, and infliction of emotional distress. Uh, lawyers representing- Hold on. Okay, well then after that, uh -huh. I'm going to sue George Floyd's family for being called a racist, right. uh, being canceled, having my podcast deplatformed that I did about the situation at hand when I was very fair about it, yep. uh, the harassment I received, the uh, defamation I received, and the infliction of emotional distress that I received. Let's do it. Not, well, I'm we, just saying. Can you do know, a class action? I, I'm just saying. If, we could, if they could sue Kanye for stating something that has actually been proven mm -hmm. to be true, right? then I could sue for that. I think it's fair. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair. I mean, dude, the, the over-litigious, frivolous nature of our fucking court system, bro, is, is done. Big fucking problem. That's a, like, that, like that, bro, you get in the office, it has to be one of the first things that's fucking like, fixed, bro, is these frivolous fucking lawsuits. Started with that hot coffee. It would be shit. real simple to solve. It's really simple to solve that. All the, all the lawyers that are up in fucking Washington, they know how to solve it too. They're choosing not to solve it. You want to know how simple this is to solve? Let me give you an example. George Floyd sues Kanye West for $250 million. Right. George Floyd's family, right. right? If they lose the case, they owe Kanye $250 million. Oh, yep. If you accuse me of rape and I am not guilty of rape, I'm facing it is proven 15 years. Hold on. Yeah. And I'm facing fucking 15 years of my life in jail or life in jail, depending on the situation. And I didn't do it. Guess what? You get to do. Mm -hmm. You get to go serve that sentence. It would fix the entire country in one fucking day. Yeah. People won't do it, though, because guess who makes the laws? The lawyers. Okay. And guess where they make all their money? And through, that, through that process. Yeah. You understand? Yep. Yep. Real easy thing to fix. You sue me and you, know, and you lose the case because you don't have fucking proof of what the fuck you said. Yeah. You do the fucking time that I would have had to do or you pay the fee right. that I would have had to pay. Not just these fucking like, you know, oh, you pay for the lawyer in a fees. Just, in a truly yeah. just society, that would be how the justice system worked. 
And see, this is why you guys say, oh, get into politics and run for office. No, this is why I can't run for office because the shit that I believe is so outside the norm, even though it would actually work, that y'all motherfuckers fucking cry about it. Oh my God, extremists. Right, right, right. It's going to take a stream to fix the fucking shit show we're in. Because the shit show is extreme. It's not extreme left or right. It's extreme common sense. Exactly. Oh, that's real, man. Yeah, so so uh, the article says the lawsuit will be filed on behalf of Floyd's daughter by her mother, Roxy Washington, um, according to the firms representing them, uh, Witherspoon Law Group and Dixon and Dixon. Uh, the firms said they issued a cease and desist to West over remarks he made about Floyd's 2020 death at the hands of the Minneapolis police, uh, sparked a worldwide outcry against police brutality, the statement uh, read. Uh, through the episode of Drunk uh, Drink Champs, Featuring West uh, was removed from YouTube and Revolt TV on Monday. Clips of the rapper's rant continued to be viewed and shared on the social media platforms by millions across the globe. Uh, the lawyer said uh, Floyd's young daughter has been, quote, re-traumatized uh, by West's remarks. Uh, the statement read, which are, quote, damaging to the Floyd estate. Um, now, here's an interesting thing. This just a couple of days ago. This was uh, this is Lee Merritt, one of the attorneys for the family. He, he tweeted this okay, October 16th. He says, while one cannot defame the dead, the family of George Floyd is considering suit for Kanye's false statements about the manner of his death, claiming Floyd died from fentanyl, not the brutality established criminally and civilly undermines and diminishes the Floyd family's fight. So that was his statement. Um, and these were the actual statements of Kanye West. He says, quote, they hit him with the fentanyl. West insisted of the May 2020 death of 46-year-old dad Floyd. Uh, that sparked the international race riots and protests. Quote, if you look, the guy's knee wasn't even on the neck like that. Ye insisted uh, of then Minneapolis cop Derek Chauvin, who was later convicted of murder. Uh, Ye also dismissed Floyd's emotive cries for his mother, which was uh, captured in onlookers' harrowing video of his death while pinned to the ground by four cops um, with Chauvin's knee on the neck. So there's a lot of other weird stuff going on at the same time, bro. Um, You know, he has been uh, making a lot of talks um, going against uh, a certain couple of groups of big families that you know run the world. No, he said, a qu- no, we can address that. I'm not afraid to talk about yeah, that. No, no, I, yeah, I was, yeah, I got him here. Oh, okay. Yeah, Keep yeah. going. <laughs> so, um, you know, he, he's been calling out these fucking families and, and they're- That's not what he did. Like I said on the show earlier, a few episodes ago, we, we, didn't I address this already? With what he was saying about Jewish families. Yeah, yeah. We, we touched on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look, dude, <clears throat> there is a difference between saying Jews control everything and they're trying to fucking do all these things and saying there's five or six families here who are evil as fuck, who are doing a bunch of evil shit, who also happen to be Jewish. Right. There's a big difference in that. Two massive differences. Okay. The latter of those things is actually happening. Right. And those people are using the 99.99999% of good Jewish people who are just like you and me and everybody else to hide behind. This is a strategy that those families have used for a long ass time. And it creates a situation where you cannot ask questions about why things are the way they are and who's behind them. Otherwise, you are labeled an anti-Semite, just like 
Whenever I fucking said what I said on the Black Square episode in June of 2020, and you said what you said, which was normal shit, we were saying, hey, dude, uh, content of character matters. Mm -hmm. Race doesn't matter. These are things Martin Luther King is celebrated for. But I was called a fucking racist for because I wouldn't post the Black Square because I happened to be from St. Louis, Missouri, where they have the Ferguson riots in 2014 where we were all witness to what BLM actually does, which they come in, they profit off the destruction of black communities, and then they fucking disappear. And I said it very clearly on the show, DJ, who comes from these neighborhoods, literally in St. Louis, mm -hmm. said it very clearly on the show, and we were called every motherfucking name in the book. A lot of my own friends wouldn't fucking touch me when that happened. They wouldn't come defend me when that happened. And I'll never fucking forget it, bro. And, and so while I wish Kanye would be a little bit more articulate with how he's trying to say what he's trying to say, because I understand what he's trying to say. I get it. And by the way, all my Jewish friends understand exactly what the fuck he's saying. And if people would just be a little more specific with how they say it, it would be better received. Because this idea that we can't ask questions about who is doing some of these things in the world who are a collective of, you know, a couple hundred people, right? Who happen to be of this particular race, religion, belief system of people. When we can't ask questions about that, so basically because we can't ask questions, they can do whatever the fuck they want forever. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm just saying. Right. No, like, no, does well, anybody else think, that, does anybody, like, dude, even Jewish conservatives understand what I'm fucking saying here. Yeah. They understand, and dude, people who, who are trying to expose this continue to communicate it in a very poor way. You cannot generalize an entire fucking race of people as bad because they're not. And guess what? When you do, they're going to get angry. Right. The it's only no different yeah. than saying all black people are criminals. Exactly. It's no different than saying all white people are racist. It's no, no different. That's okay. That's that's what I'm about to say. That's okay. No shit. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's why like, I'm going to sue for fucking what the exactly. fuck I said I'm like, going like, to sue for. That's that's a crazy thing, man. It's like you look at all these fucking you know we call them different groups. Fuck. First of all, we're all American. But the the, that, the fact well, is on. that's the fucking bottom line. That's all, all that matters. The bottom line that's to all, all of it is this country was founded for all fucking races, all religions to come here to have peace, to have freedom, and to have the ability to not live under an oppressive regime that fucking overtaxes us, over-litigates us, and makes it very hard for us to prosper. And then That's what the America's about. Yep. And then we're about celebrating American holidays together as multicultural people, which is what the fuck Americans are. Mm -hmm. There's no American race. We're, we're, we're one, we're, as far as I know, we're the only fucking country that way. There's no American race. We're a people like Kanye fucking said. And so like, guys, we have to get to the point where we all not just accept that, but embrace that mm -hmm. because bro, do you know how cool it is to learn from people in different cultures, to celebrate different cultures, different t traditions? Like, dude, no bullshit. Like, even, even as close as we are, we're, we spend fucking 15 hours a fucking day together. I learned cool shit about black community 
probably once a week that I never even fucking knew. And I also know all the shit you call us now. <laughs> and I know all the shit you laugh. And that's fine because you know what? The shit's funny. Yeah, hey. and, and, and dude, like, but the whole thing with the, with the Jewish, uh, you know. And I do, likewise, I know about Pantera now. Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, the shit yeah. goes both ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that video fucking hilarious? Was fucking hilarious. hilarious. Uh, what was that guy's fucking name? Uh, I, I got to give him a shout out, dude. His his fucking page is amazing. It's uh, it's anyway. I'll get it here in a second. But the point is, Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown actor on Instagram at Nathan Brown actor on Instagram. He's fucking hilarious. Like Funny he goes, he basically is this dude who listens to new music for the first time and makes these videos. It's fucking hilarious. Anyway, his whole page is funny. And he's been working his ass off. He got, him, he got in good shape, which was really cool. I saw. Uh, congrats, bro. But um, anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about America, bro. Yeah. Like America is a melting pot. It's a fucking celebration of culture. It's a, it's a people. And this whole thing that everybody keeps doing about this, like, if you really want to get to the, if you really want to get to these people, stop generalizing all Jewish people as these people because it's not the fucking way it is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Like, call, find out who they are. Can we call a spade a spade? Listen. Huh? Just call a spade a spade. Yeah, but they're, this is what people are trying to do, but they're doing it, they're doing it in a very stupid way. Yeah. They're, they're, how stupid is the statement all black people are criminals? Pretty stupid. Because what percentage of black people is actually criminal? Just 50%. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what, what is it really? Okay, it's a very low percentage, right? It's a tiny percentage of the fucking populace. Just like a tiny percentage. Yeah, it's about 3% of the populace. I don't fucking know. Is that really the data? Well, it's probably, technically it's about 25% of the black community. Listen, I don't want to get into the fucking No, no, that's, I don't that's know it. the data. Yeah. But my point is, it's an overgeneralization that good black people are going to say, hey, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. You fucking hate black people. Right. And that's what's happening here with Kanye because Kanye is not communicating correctly okay he's generalizing an entire race of people which is the same shit black people don't like it's the same shit white people don't like and guess what jewish people don't like it either Mm -hmm. so maybe we should all understand that just because uh there's a fucking group of families who are fucking with the entire rest of the world via their power and unchecked fucking corruption with currency does not mean that the entire jewish race is fucked up yeah. Like, holy well, fuck, that's the thing. I mean, I Like, thought, this is such a basic thing to super talk simple. about. Super and simple. like, by, by the way, just because someone's Jewish doesn't mean you can't look at them and say, hey, you're doing something that's fucked up. And that's what they're, that's the situation they're creating. Like, like there's this protected fucking thing because of your beliefs or your skin color. Well, you know, and, they, and, and, no and apparently anti-Semitic is like the worst one to be called because that's the one that gets you fucking off your fucking platform and, and isn't all. that weird because bro the jewish community is flourishing my point is what do you mean like bro look at every fucking major no, city yeah but look dude the, <laughs> you're not understanding what i'm saying what i'm saying is they are so aggressive about enforcing that fucking code because they don't want to be single the fuck out right we're saying the same thing yes these are bad people it doesn't have anything to do with them being fucking jewish right holy shit like, can we just fucking get to that point? Like, can we have some intelligent discussion? These people have 
fucked our fucking system. They fucked our banks. They fucking do all kinds of fucked up shit. They have common interests and they all talk and they all fucking align. And this is why they're able to execute. Okay. And a lot of them happen to be of a particular fucking race that does not have anything to do with the people who are not doing these things. I think that's what's being. Like, it, dude, it's it, so it, frustrating. It bro. is being exposed, though, right? Like, I mean, we see it happening with BLM. That's finally fucking coming to light after three years of talking about it. But you know, we are able to see. Okay, shit, there is a separation, right? And like, and by the way, if someone did want to come out and say all that shit about fucking an entire race, they should be able to say it, and then they should be able to live with the repercussions of fucking saying it. Exactly. This idea of censoring people and deplatforming people and taking people's banks and taking people's fucking voice, and taking people's fame and reputation because they say one thing, okay, uh, out of exact proper verbiage of how it should be said has to stop because eventually it will be you. Mm-hmm. We all know what the motherfucker's trying to say. They're, it's fucking irritating. Bro, just, and, and guys, you gotta remember the links that they will go to to make sure he won't say it. So just keep that in mind. Um. He should be careful. These people, these, these people that he's fucking with, they have unlimited fucking resources. Mm-hmm. This is why instead of you guys calling him crazy and saying he's fucking, maybe people should fucking stand the fuck up with him and say, hey, yo, bro, uh, we understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, you should be saying it like this. Uh, we got you We back. get it. Yeah, we yeah. Got, and we got you. Fuck. Check that man, man. Guys, that was our breaking news. Uh, moving right along, headline number one. Bro, yeah. every time I even speak about what I just spoke about, I get fucking backlash from people saying, oh, I didn't know you were an anti-Semite. Motherfucker, if pointing out that, that certain people of a certain fucking group are bad people and me not generalizing the entire fucking race of people and saying 99.99% of Jewish people are great people that fucking win and do well in life, stick together, which is fine. If that makes me anti-Semitic, then your definition of anti-Semitic is fucking bullshit. It's wordplay, bro. It is wordplay. It's culture play. And people need to fucking bust it up because it's protecting the evil motherfuckers on this planet that make life hard for everybody from any fucking checks or balances or counterbalances or questioning or fucking anything. True. I would love to be in a position, guys, where like anything someone said to me, I could say, oh, you're just a... You're a fucking, you're a fucking Fraselaist. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking hate Frisella. You're a fucking bad person. Doesn't matter what the fuck I do over here. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's okay. If you don't like me, then you're, you know what? I'm taking all your shit. Right. Think if you operated that way. Think if any of you listening operated that way. That's how the fuck these people operate. Guys, that was a breaking news. And when I say these people, I mean this small group of evil motherfuckers. I'm not talking about Jewish people. Those people aren't even practicing fucking Jews. No. It's absurd. It's an absurd statement, and it needs to stop. And if you're trying to say what the fuck I think you're trying to say, you should be better at saying it. That's my take. No, it's real, man. And anybody jumping on a whole fucking category or race of people in any regard to me, that's you're, that's low IQ shit. Subhuman. It, to me, it is. Yeah. I don't buy into that shit, man. No, I get it, man. And it's funny, like, uh, whatever. Let's get into the show. It's a 40 minutes in. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> 
Guys, that was our breaking news. Uh, Everybody moving, already turned the shit off. Moving right along to headline number one. <laughs> headline number one reads, uh, Boston University creates a new COVID strain uh, that has an 80% kill rate, echoing dangerous experiments feared that started pandemic. You saw this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy shit, man. Is it? Uh, no, not at all. Hold actually. on. Is it crazy? Because I'm pretty sure there was this dude. I can't remember the fucking guy's name. But I know like probably like a year ago, almost, mm. maybe even, you know, I don't know, eight months ago, 10 months ago. I don't know. He was saying like they were going to fuck everything up and scare everybody and probably do it again. Or they were going to do another thing that, that he said they were going to do. Right. What was that he said we were going to do? Start a war? Yeah, start a war, yeah. Oh, and did we see that, uh, did we notice that uh, Biden actually put a fucking embargo on on microchips from Taiwan to fucking China yesterday. No one's talking about it. And then I see people reporting it and then there's like, oh, this is a Biden win. This is a Biden win. This is a Biden win. Are you a fucking moron? Right. That we have two fronts now. And this is not a Biden win. America is not the ass kicking motherfuckers that we once were. And we have to come to terms with that. And we have to regroup and fucking regather our culture and our fucking warriors and make them fucking strong again. Okay, and you thinking this guy intentionally embargoing China because they're our enemy, which they are, uh, and then seeing him receive millions of dollars from Chinese companies via fucking Hunter Biden, which is pretty obvious to almost anybody who's paying attention. That's what the allegations are anyway. Um, Do you not understand that the money that he's taking is for the reason to make us vulnerable? Do you think it's a mistake? Right. That our strategic oil reserves are at zero right now, and this guy's doing something that China will fucking go to war for. Do you fucking understand that? Like it's so hard for me. Like, dude, you, a lot of these people, like you motherfuckers, would suck at chess. You would fucking suck at it because okay. you're unable to fucking you're unable to proactively think moves ahead in any way, shape, or multiple form. moves. Yeah, ahead, bro, they're playing ten D chess right now. No shit. And, and then these young motherfuckers had the audacity to, to, to yell at me for trying to explain the whole fucking game to them. Right. And then uh, tell, tell me about how to win in business. Motherfucker, if you don't have a vision to see three or four steps ahead, you're never going to make it in business. In you anywhere. Just go fucking be something else. Yeah, in anywhere, bro. It, it, dangerous shit. And this, you know, this is, look, this sort of, re- I, here's what I believe this is. I believe this is probably somewhat bullshit. I believe the headline is designed to scare people. I think they might, I think they're temperature checking to see what the fuck the COVID response of scaredness would be. So they can figure out a way to do something here in the next few weeks. Like fast. Like, bro, what would get people to fucking mail in vote or do something outside the norm fast? It would be the threat of a fucking COVID variant that actually killed you. Right. Right. Like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So and then the CDC director warning that we're ripe for a severe flu outbreak for this winter. Oh no shit! Well, fuck! I wonder where it went. The la- I, it didn't send us a postcard the last fucking couple years. Yeah, we went on vacation. Yeah, like where the fuck you been, flu? Yeah, you know, like what? Did you have a nice trip? <laughs> you know, like no one's even talking about that. Do you? Do y'all don't forget for the last fucking two and a half years there ain't been no fucking flu, but now all of a sudden there's a fucking flu. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I wish they would have sent me a postcard. Yeah, right, right. You know, the flu's like chilling over in Tahiti. <laughs> like fucking, you know, like 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where's it been? Never it's happened weird. in the history of the flu ever before. No, man. And then, like, and, but, like, when you really look into the shit, bro, like, like, in how, like, this headline reads, the U.S. government lifts ban on risky pathogen, uh, pathogen research. This was the gain-of-function shit that Listen, they lifted in 2017. All scientists that perform gain-of-function research on pathogens should be killed for the fucking safety of humanity. I'm being dead serious. All of them. Agreed, Anybody man. who does that, that should be a universal. In fact, uh, I believe there was a universal code of fucking for all these things that they just threw out the window that they made after the 19 fucking 45. Uh, Nuremberg, what was that? Yeah, I, you know, Nuremberg. Yeah. Oh. The Nuremberg hamburger? Yeah, Nuremberg. What yeah. was that? The Nuremberg hamburger code? Something. Maybe you should look it up. I can't remember what it was actually called. But they used to hang people for shit like this. Right. Right. Well, I mean, the good thing is, I mean, there was a fight. But here's the tricky thing. And this goes back to the first article. Uh, Senator Ron, uh, For Rand those Paul. of you that don't know what the fuck we're talking about, because I know a lot of people don't. We're talking about the Nuremberg Code. It's going to be the most Googled fucking thing on the Google search. No, because everybody turned Nuremberg. the show off already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, dude. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, well, if, 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 if Boston University actually is doing fucking gain-of-function research, there will be a directly in violation of Rand Paul's uh, bill, Senate bill, um, that prohibits the award of federal research grants to institutions of higher learning or research institutions that conduct gain-of-function research. So there'd be a direct violation of it. Um, and as a you know, university, I'm sure they're taking some fucking federal money to do that shit. I'm, I, listen, dude, how many more slides you got? That's it. Okay. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what you said in the beginning, though. I mean, I think they're definitely going to, it's scare tactics. They're going right back to the same shit. How do you control people? Yeah, scare the fuck out of them. Fear is the most useful fucking yes. thing you can do. I am sick of these medical fucking nerds Fucking with human beings and their health. And I'm talking about this. I'm talking about the chemicals in our food. I'm talking about the chemicals in our water. I'm talking about the shit they knowingly allow into our food and water that they know fucking does things to people. All of these fucking people who do any of this shit should be gathered up and dealt with on a fucking human-wide level. Like on a mass scale, human-wide, anybody who has been a part of any of these things to suppress the human potential or make people addicted to food or allowed any of this stuff should be round up and fucking killed. Okay? These, this is evil shit. It is unethical. They do it for profit. Okay? They do it for control. It's not conspiracy shit. For those of you who um, think this is conspiracy, uh, you are welcome to go look into anything that I say. We post the shit on our fucking website where the fuck it comes from. You're not paying attention. And we have an, we have an evil element in society. And by the way, um, I'm not running for office. I'm not trying to be anything. I'm telling you how I would handle the solution. The solution for people like this would be to remove them from the planet because this line of thinking is counter to human survival. It's a real threat. We shouldn't be allowing universities or doctors or fucking people who are in, the, in these organizations to be doing research or creating weapons of any sort of kind that are biological in nature, of any sort. Because it's only a matter of time before the shit is real 
and we are fucking all dead. And that's what they want. And it's just scare the fuck out of everybody. Scare tactic? Yeah. Do, are they going to do it? I don't know. Uh, should we try to correct the problem, by the way, which I said for the last two and a half years, which was we should try to correct the problem before they do what? Oh, I believe I said do it again. The longer these people stay in power and stay in control, the more opportunity they have to do it again. It was not a fucking accident. None of it was. Headline number two. Headline number two reads, uh, Raphael Warnack's campaign cash is coming from everywhere but Georgia. Headline reads, uh, getting into this, the Georgia pastor and Senator Raphael Warnock leads his Republican appoint, opponent and former NFL player Herschel Walker by more than $100 million in campaign financing. And more than 90% of Warnock's funding is from outside the state of Georgia. Uh, Warnock and Walker are in a close race, one that will come to a head in the upcoming midterm elections and has the potential to flip the Democrat-led Senate. Uh, the two faced off uh, for their only debate on October 14th. Walker has failed to overtake Warnock in many polls. I'm in a recent controversy over whether War uh, Walker, a staunch anti-abortion advocate, paid for an abortion for his girlfriend, has contributed to his struggle to keep up with Warnock. Open Secrets, a nonprofit organization uh, tracking campaign financing, found that most of Warnock's donations have come from New York. A little more than 8% or $12 million of his more than $145 million in campaign financing was sourced from Georgia, uh, with more than $133 million coming from other states. Um, Warnock's campaign financing soared past that of Walker, who has raised uh, just more than $13 million, but saw a higher percentage of financing from his home state. Nearly 40% of Walker's campaign is funded by Georgia donations. Um, Open Secrets, which details uh, which metropolitan areas are funding the candidates, uh, has Atlanta behind New York for Warnock, while Walker's top two spots in Georgia uh, are in Georgia, be, uh, being Atlanta and Savannah. Um, the exact same thing. Uh, Warnock's campaign fund saw something similar in 2020 when he ran, um, when he was uh, tied for the Senate seat against Republican incumbent Kelly Loeffler. Um, the New York Post reported in 2020 that most of Warnock's fund also came from outside of Georgia, primarily liberal cities like New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. What do we got here, Andy? Why should any candidate that is being elected from a state to go to our national government institution to represent the state, be allowed and be to raise money yeah. from people outside the state. That makes no sense. And I would bet that should probably be another quote unquote extremist reform um, to fix that that we should make in this country. Yeah. It makes zero sense. It's corrupt as fuck. It allows people who are looking for ultimate unchecked power to gain it by spreading their resources around. This has been the case for a number of years or actually a number of decades from a guy named George Soros, who you guys are very familiar with. You hear about him all the time. And what he does is he takes money. He, by the way, pretty sure he's up in New York. Um, he takes money 
And he contributes it to all these political campaigns all over the country to get them to basically do whatever it is he wants them to do and his people want them to do. And by his people, I mean other evil people, not other Jewish people. Okay, so let's clarify that. Um, He is trying to put his set of, of ideologies in our communities by force. Here in St. Louis, we have a prosecuting attorney who does not prosecute crime at all in our black communities. And as a result, criminals run with no consequence in our black communities. And as a result of that, there is chaos in the black communities. And as a result of that, Democrats come in every single year and they propagate to the black communities about how racist our other people in America are that are outside their communities. And they're the reason it's like this. And they are going to save the fucking day, except the money that they raise somehow trails its way back into these same exact causes. So it's very strange to me how people continue to not accept very basic common sense things such as I said earlier in the show, you know, like about the crime thing, right? Like if you accuse me of something and I'm not guilty of it, then you should serve the punishment of that accusement. That would, that would fix a lot of things. Um, in this scenario, it's very common sense to me that if you are a state representative, you should only be able to raise money yep. from people in your state. Should be beholden by the people in your state. Correct. Yeah. That because that's who you're representing. You're not that's representing your George Soros in New York exactly. in the government, which is who Warnock will represent exactly. if he is elected. And this is why I tell you guys, because I don't like Republicans and I also don't like fucking Democrats. But what I do like is fucking freedom. Right. And what I do like is our own fucking rights. And what I do like is a structure of government that is for the people, by the people, in a very simple, authentic way. And what we're getting is not that. And then because we don't get that, you are then propagated to hate our country because it's fucked up. When in reality, the people that are fucking it up are the same people that you continue to vote because they have hundreds of millions of dollars that they run ad campaigns and social media campaigns and social media influencer campaigns like when they paid these influencers to propagate the vaccine. Or the mask. Even. So they yeah. have a very powerful system that they use to make you believe X when the case is really Y. And when America wakes up that the case is really Y and these people that are causing the problems are the ones that are fucking up our government system and they're affecting the things like crime and food costs and gas costs and you, the reason that inflation is so fucked up and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Once we fucking understand that they are intentionally doing this, now we have the ability to comprehend a better solution. And a better solution, in my mind, is a representative government from the people, for the people, by the people, which, by the way, we had in this country for a very long time until other people started to fuck with it. We have to retake the foundation and the republic of this country by resisting their shit. And just because I say you should vote Republican right now doesn't mean that in 10 years I won't be saying you should vote Democrat 
because these motherfuckers are fucking it up too. When I tell you to vote a certain way, I'm telling you because these are the people who will stop the damage at the point that it's at right now and not propagate it into a total fucking shit show. And it should scare you because if they win, we will lose and we will not ever recover, ever, ever. America will never recover. They won't. Makes sense. Technology is too advanced. There's too much control. There's too much abuse of power happening. There's too much censorship happening. There's corruption everywhere. There's their deplatform. Do you not think that if they win these elections, they won't arrest motherfuckers that are speaking against them the openly? They do. Yes. Like we are on the verge of real totalitarian totalitarianism from the left. Like real shit. And, and it yeah. will turn into like the worst nightmare that any of you have ever fucking imagined. People like me, they're, I'll be done. People that speak out, you won't have people to speak out for you no more because they'll all be killed or they'll be in fucking jail. One by one by one by one. Look what they just did to Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get it? <laughs> I, I, people don't get it. Yeah. They don't get it. They think what I'm saying is alarmist. They think it's extreme. And they ignore the real life evidence that this is what the fuck is going on. They're, so it's, they're it's gonna very. going to steal the election, bro. Huh? They're going to steal the election. Oh, uh, you, yeah. No they're, shit. Do they're, you they're, actually. Be- like, it's weird to me that people actually believe these polls that they're mm-hmm. putting out. Like, after they lied so bad in all the fucking polls about COVID, about fucking. Uh, vaccines about vaccines about all this shit bro they they lie in these polls to get your mind twisted to thinking something is normal and you tell me that these democrats that have fucking ruined the motherfucking country in red states like here in missouri are even fucking close bro they're not and they're fucking putting you they're putting the range close so that they doesn't have to swing yeah so it's not a surprise yep well, we told you guys, I mean, right, and the polls say 49-51, you know. No, bro, this is going to come down to the citizens protecting the election integrity individually mm-hmm. in their own neighborhoods across the fucking country. Yep. This is going to come down to an overwhelming show of fucking force when we come out in mass to vote these people out. The fact that this guy has $100 million in his fucking war chest is irrelevant. If you show the fuck up and you get all your friends and you get all your family and you go fucking vote this motherfucker out. He barely won in the first place. Mm-hmm. In fact, most people believe that the motherfucker cheated the first time he got in in that fucking runoff. And then you say, oh, well, Herschel Walker wasn't a good dad. Nope. Well, you know what, bro? Lots of people weren't good dads. Lots of people fucking did bad shit. What you mean to say is that he doesn't betray himself as perfect. Oh, he doesn't. Because nobody is. Fucking crazy, man. Guys, that well, was no, uh, that's a whole cultural issue, bro. There's an, ex- there's an expectation of perfect character to, to run for politics. Like, if that's not the biggest fucking oxymoron I've ever fucking heard in my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, You mean so they can get drugged through the fucking ringer and it, all their fucking lives people, exposed? People in America. Who wants that? People in America have to come to the understanding that someone's personal mudslinging shit is irrelevant to their capacity to do the motherfucking job. Okay? You motherfuckers can't pay your bills. You can't eat. You're having fucking rolling blackouts. Gas is fucking crazy. And you fucking are worried about the personal character of fucking someone who has made mistakes in life and then 
work to overcome those mistakes. Yeah, but, who, but, but a person but who's But this guy, you think yeah. this motherfucker's got a clean fucking slate? No, that. Bro, you can pull a fucking laundry list of shit about this dude, but they won't show that. And that's the power of the fucking media. Mm-hmm. People, you got to quit believing it. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid, bro. Well, guys, it's headline number two. Third and final headline, headline number three. They find these people in positions of moderate... Look, bro. These people that they're putting up in office, the AOCs of the world, the fucking uh, the figureheads of the of this progressive left, they are finding people who are power hungry and relevance hungry, which most people are because most people do not have any power or control of any sort of way. And they are promising them all kinds of cool shit. Hey, man, you want to be a fucking senator? You want to be a congresswoman? I'll fund your shit. But here's what you got to do. And those people agree to deal with the devil. And then they go there and they do it because their lives are significantly better than what they were when they were a fucking bartender. Mm-hmm. That's how this shit happens. They're finding useful idiots and they're propping them up in our government to bid their fucking path to whatever the fuck they think we should be. And that's not what this government is built around. Boom. Oh. It's not our fucking best and brightest, bro. No shit. You guys, our third and final headline, headline number three. Uh, all right, you got to hold on tight, bro, because this is some real fucking uh, spicy shit. Is it? Headline number three reads, uh, the still dossier source acquitted and lost for special counsel Durham. Uh, this literally just came out. Mm-hmm. Um Article reads, a jury on uh, Tuesday found Igor Deshenko, a private researcher who was a primary source for a 2016 dossier of allegations against former President Donald Trump ties to Russia, uh, not guilty of lying to the FBI about where he got his information. Um, The verdict in federal court in Alexandria, Virginia, uh, is another blow for special counsel John Durham, who has now lost both cases that have gone to trial as part of his nearly three-and-a-half-year investigation. Durham, uh, who was asked by Attorney General, uh, Attorney General William P. Barr in 2019 to review the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign uh, in 2016, is sure to face uh, renewed pressure to wrap up his work following the verdict. Now, the jury in Deschenko's case deliberated for about nine hours total over two days. That's it, nine hours. Uh, Durham a longtime federal prosecutor who was U.S. attorney in Connecticut during the Trump administration, personally argued much of the government's case against Deschenko. Uh, the special counsel alleged Deschenko uh, misled the FBI officials asking uh, in 2017 about his sources after the agency determined the researcher was the unnamed person behind some of the most uh, explosive allegations about Trump in reports compiled by former British spy Christopher Steele, who was paid off by Hillary Clinton to do this shit. Um, in May, a jury in D.C. federal Allegedly. Court, allegedly. Right. Uh, but in May uh, 2022, a jury in D.C. federal court acquitted cybersecurity lawyer Michael Sussman, who was also accused by the special counsel of lying to the FBI. Uh, a former FBI lawyer, uh, Kevin Kleinsmith, was sentenced to one year of probation after admitting in a 22, uh, 2020 plea deal for Durham that he had altered a government email used to justify secret surveillance uh, of a former Trump campaign advisor, Carter Page. Um, the indictment listed five charges against Deschenko for statements made 
um, to the FBI investigators about whether his sources included the longtime Democratic public relations executive Charles Dolan Jr. and Sergey Milian, a former president of the Russian American Chamber of Commerce. And uh, this came to, uh, comes after a day a day after the judge uh, dropped one of the charges against Dushenko to begin with. So there was a total of five, dropped one, they left four, and now those all four are, um, he's acquitted now of all four. So um, what do we got here, Andy? We have to wait and see, man. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Here's, what, here's my gut reaction is to say this. Part of the goal of the Great Reset Agenda is to make people lose their identity, lose their attachment to their country, face massive chaos and and they're saying is out of chaos um comes order that's yep. their saying so for them to get what they want they have to burn everything to the fucking ground and when you think about what they're doing at the border where they're letting you know millions and millions of people come across the border who are not american um when you think about what they're doing to our economic system, when you think about what they're doing to our trade, how they're depleting our fucking oil reserves, uh, you know, how they're defiling our history, you know, by letting Lizzo play uh, the fucking crystal flute on fucking stage. This is all part of a process that they call demoralization. And demoralization is about removing any attachment that you have toward your fucking country. It's, it's about taking your patriotism and removing it from your soul. It's about creating embarrassment for the flag. It's about creating fear to say, I'm a proud American and a patriot. And it's about removing all that from people's hearts in such a way that they accept something else as a solution to the chaos that will be created as a result of these intentional actions. And part of that process is to remove one's faith and trust in the government and justice system. And so to me, um, I wasn't in the courtroom. I wasn't able to see who the jury was. Uh, I don't know who the jurors were. I don't know how they voted. I don't know their political. Uh, but, but what I do know is that where they are is in Washington, D.C. and right outside of Washington, D.C. in Alexandria, Virginia. And Guaranteed it was a jury of his peers. Hold on. <laughs> I, I think it's a worthy exploration to figure out, you know, I don't know, to maybe look into some of the people who were chosen to be this person's peers and to see where, you know, their historical contributions uh, politically have been made, what their typical uh, biases may or may not be, and to understand how the justice system is used to protect people who do very bad things. And so that's my take on it. I can't speak to the ins and outs or the, the evidence or this or that or this, uh, but this is them trying to make it appear. And so here's what's interesting. This is what's interesting to me about the whole situation. Okay, well, um, <clears throat> so who did it? Right. You guys have already proven that the fucking Steele dossier is fucking bullshit. Christopher Steele didn't do it. Shaco didn't do it. Where did it come from? Who did it? And how did it exist? And why was it used for eight years to fucking def defame uh, a sitting president to, to, to defame, to uh, create distrust, to create division in society, to propagate foreign inter interference and all of these things 
that were pushed down our throats hard as fuck because we've already see, we've already know that the fucking dossier is is f- fake. So it's been proven that it's fake, right? It's it's fake information that was used to create this fake campaign and everybody knows that, but now they're saying that nobody involved did it. Right. Where so who did it? Who took the cookies, bro? Well, I'm just saying who did it. So if if they didn't do it and they went on trial, then who did it? Right. And see, that's that's the question people aren't asking because most people don't understand this because this story is so fucking long and so old and so complicated. They don't really understand the significance of this one little detail of the Steele dossier. Right. Because everything that was used to create what a lot of people think about Trump, right, yeah. that don't like him, what a lot of what they believe is untrue. And it's based off of this document which has been proven to be propaganda mm-hmm. and untrue. And now the people who were attached to it at the closest level are being found not guilty in court. Why? I think that's a relevant question. And I think it's one that everybody should be asking. And if you are sitting there thinking, well, fuck, our court system is fucked. These people are compromised. Remember, um, they want you to believe that everything in America is fucked and cannot be fixed beyond repair that's part of the agenda of a demoralization campaign it's ideological subversion i really just wish people would look into the shit that i talk about because it's clear as fucking day to me what the fuck they're doing like so fucking clear like it's like you just like pulled up to the fucking stoplight and the motherfucker ran out and sprayed your fucking windshield and cleaned it before you could even say no like that's how clear i'm seeing it you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think other people too are. I think there's a lot of people that do see it. And I think a lot of people right now are seeing this headline and they're fucking pissed. And they're fucking like, and they're thinking, well, fuck, there's no, there's no hope. I can't say anything. I can't do anything, which is part of what they fucking want you to do. It's part of you accepting their solution, their way, their path, their new society of them and us except we have nothing and they have everything. So that's how I see it. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, I'm not demoralized by it. It's no different than more exciting to me because like, here's how I look at it. I look at it like the patriotic Americans of fucking America are going to motherfucking win. There's Mm -hmm. more of us every fucking day. We're going to fucking win. We have all the guns. We have all the resources. We make all the money. We do all the buying. We are going to win. Right. Okay, the people are going to win. The people. God wins, bro. There's no. There's ninety percent of America that is common sense people. Those people are going to win. Okay, so how I looked at this and how I choose to see this is they're doing the work for us of burning down some of the bullshit and making it so obvious, and it will be easier for us to rise from this and build a better system because they aren't fucking winning. Real, bro. Guys, our third, uh, I'm sorry, final segment of the show, as always, we have our thumbs up headline where I show a headline and see if you don't get two thumbs up or two thumbs somewhere you don't want them. And with that being said, our thumbs up headline reads, uh, vintage Levi's found in abandoned mine sell for jaw-dropping price. I saw this. You saw these? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. They went and they go for like 80 grand or some shit. Oh, uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like $76,000. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so the article reads, there was, uh, there really was gold down in an abandoned mine uh, in New Mexico um, in the farm of a vintage pair of Levi's that sold at an auction for a stunning $76,000. The blue jeans uh, from the 1880s uh, were found by self-described denim historian Michael Harris in the mine, uh, the Wall Street Journal, uh, Journal reported. Uh, there may have even been uh, worn by a gold rush prospector and are considered, quote, the holy grail of vintage denim collecting. Quote, I'm still kind of bewildered, just surprised at myself for even purchasing them, said Kyle uh, Happert, who bought the pants uh, in an October 1st Durango vintage uh, festivus in Aztec, New Mexico. Quote, they speak for themselves, uh, Happert wrote on Instagram. One of the oldest pair, known pairs of Levi's to exist. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd be paying fucking 80 grand. I don't, I don't. Bro, denim's a huge, there's a huge culture to denim. Like, he's going to wear them? Yeah, bro. Like, dude, if you go listen to like what Pete and Jocko, Pete from Origin and yeah. Jocko are doing with Origin with the yeah, denim. Yeah. There's an amazing, Pete actually did an amazing documentary on like the story of Origin and why they did it and denim and its importance to American culture. And so there's a huge culture of like mm -hmm. quality, quality denim. And right now, like what's really cool about Origin uh, is that they're making all their shit here in America to the standard of what real American denim actually Should is. Be. Right. Yeah. And it's not this like bullshit, weak ass shit. Like this is like real working man's jeans. Yep. Right. Like a lot of people give me shit because, dude, I actually wear Wrangler jeans. All right. And people are like, why the fuck do you wear Wranglers? Well, if you ever owned a pair of Wrangler jeans, you would understand why the fuck I wear them because. You can do anything in them. You could fucking beat the fuck out of them and they stay the same. Yep. Like you throw them in the washing machine, they come out and they're actually a little cooler than they were when they came, when they went in. And, and, uh, you know, that's, you know, now I'm, I've tried Origin. I like Origin a lot. Blue Delta is another company doing it, which I like a lot. But there's a huge subculture of denim and there's a huge history to denim. And, uh, I think that's why it's of the value that it is. You know, I mean, bro, this is this is an example of what I tell people. Like when you're into something, there's always other there's enough people that create value in it for it to be a marketable business. Mm -hmm. um, you're you fucking be, butterflies. Are you, yeah, right. Yeah. You could be the butterfly expert. You could be the fucking straw expert. You could be the water expert. It doesn't, it's whatever the fuck you love, dude. And you know so much about it. You share it with others. There's a there's a way to monetize that and create a, a brand with that. And jeans are no different. Yeah. You know, and some of my best friends, the guys of Blue Delta and fucking Origin are doing it on a large scale here in America. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So shout out to those guys too for doing it here in America. Yeah. Oh, that's real, man. Anyway, yeah. That's, I think it's, I think it's, it's pretty fucking, fucking cool. cool. Yeah, that's I think what I'm saying. It is it's too, cool. bro. It's fucking over, you know, what, what year do they say that? 1880s? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, what, 140 fucking years old? That's that's and they're still fucking. They look, I mean, bro, I mean, they look like the shit these kids are buying off yeah, the no shit, today. dude. Yeah, <laughs> they were ahead of their time back in my time. We didn't have that, you yeah. Know. Uh, but no, it's cool, man. You know, and it's funny because like you're looking at them and they almost look like they're not far off from the exact style of jeans that we still wear today. That we still see today, yeah, I yeah. Mean, and it makes you wonder the like, rivets and the fucking little. It's small all in the coin, same spot, coin same pockets. pockets. Yeah. yeah, but dude, you know what? It also makes me wonder is like. Uh, look at that, 38 inches. Yeah, I was just about to see. I was pulling up. 32. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. That's your size. It bro. was me. 
I do conspiracy wear, theory. Yeah, it's a time traveler. People, like, people are like you wear a thirty eight. Yeah, I do because I I have to get the waist taken in because my legs fill up a, a thirty six too, especially with the shit they're making now for these motherfuckers yeah. wearing fucking tourniquets on their pants. Holy <laughs> fuck, man! I don't care, dude. I don't. I do not care how cool y'all think skinny jeans are. Every single one of you motherfuckers that wear them looks fucking ridiculous to me. Yeah, the fucking skinny yeah. jeans with the fucking high top J's, like bro. And it's just, you know what? I'm getting old. It is what the fuck it is. I don't fucking care. Come on, Andy. Back I, to the nursing home. That's right. That's where the fuck I belong, bro. See this beard? It ain't fucking dark no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting it. But right. I'm just letting you know that I don't think it's fucking cool. Right. Like, right. it ain't me. Yeah. Everybody fucking's wearing it. I just can't do it, dude. I'm Sorry. Do you think the guy should wear this or is this something you just put up in the fucking... Oh, I think that's like a frame thing. Yeah. You know they say they're in good wearable condition. They look like they are. I've seen people wear jeans that were way worse than that. Yeah. I mean, way worse. Yeah. And legitimately off the rack. I don't know. It's a testament to the quality of the product they made back then. Yeah. You know, but it, you know what I think about when I look at this dude? is like, think of the difference. The jeans are the same. But think of the difference of the man that's in the jeans mm. now versus then. In the 140 years, so much, fuck, has, so much has changed. Bro, these these dudes would come in and they would beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah. They would beat our asses. They'd, they'd spank our butts. 38-inch waist say, and fucking they, 30. That's bro, a decent-sized man. They, these motherfuckers would bend you and me over. they spank our asses. We all th we think we're like the men of our... Their like, hands were fucking... Yeah, bro. they kick our asses. We'd fucking cry over there in the fucking corner. And... They teach us how to be men. Bro, this dude's down in the mine digging for fucking gold. I'm just being humble. They won't beat my ass. <laughs> but they'll beat most of y'all's asses. Right, 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 right. Just right. being fucking real. Right. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. I wonder if the guy who bought them can actually. This is them. when men worked. This is yeah. when men fucking did shit. This is when, you know, the you know, they're clearing land with fucking horses and axes, like hundreds of acres over their lifetime, and putting in pride of ownership in their home and their community. They grew everything they fucking ate. Like these are, these are, these are real like humans at the apex of humanity yep. because technology has softened humans. You know, they say, Oh, humans are the most dangerous. We ain't without technology anymore. We are, we are the most dangerous species, but only because of technology. If you took away technology today, bro, there'd be a mass correction. A mass correction. Um, call, call it nature. It is nature. But see, here's the thing. Nature will restore itself. It always does. Yep. And even if that means nuclear war and complete fucking destruction of our entire race, nature will restore itself and the strong will survive. And I believe personally that culturally the strong will survive this time. I believe people are ready for different. I believe people are understanding a lot more what's going on. I believe people are waking up to the fact that they have been lied to for not just the last three years, but for a long time. I believe that people are seeking freedom and autonomy and valuing freedom and autonomy and the opportunity to win, the opportunity to be wealthy and successful and happy more than they ever have because they've started to see it diminish. They've seen the censorship. They've seen the deplatforming. Even if they don't agree with what the people are saying, most people recognize it as a very dangerous thing. Most people also recognize a digital currency or a complete electrical grid 
that is controlled, uh, you know, by your social credit score as a terrible fucking idea. Most people recognize this and this is what they're trying to do. So I actually believe that there is going to be a mass uniting of, of people across societies. I don't think it's just going to happen in America. I think it's going to be worldwide. It's already happening. And I think what's going to happen is the people of the world who want to be free are going to rise the fuck up and remove the people who are not uh, wanting them to be free. And we could potentially have literally a new dawn of human history. I think that's the most likely scenario. If people can wake up now and understand that the mechanism to changing what's going on is through still a vote and actually getting involved and getting engaged, like we've talked about uh, multiple times on the show, especially with Greitens. Okay. Um, I think that's a real, real, real thing. But like, bro, you fuckers that sit here and listen to what's going on and don't speak up and don't stand up and cater to these, these things that they're doing because you're afraid to rock the boat, you are going to enable their plan to take place by not participating in the resistance. And the resistance isn't guns and bullets and fucking rioting and burning and hurting each other. The resistance is culturally improving yourself, being less dependent on them, making more money, providing more jobs in your community, becoming more fit. Okay, all of these things are the anti-agenda to their plan. So unless you're participating in that, you're part of that. And that's the understanding that Americans that are listening right now, no matter what group they happen to belong to, whether they're Jewish, whether they're black, whether they're white, whether they're Asian, whether they're uh, American, uh, Native American or anything, or any other people across the globe, we have to get on the same page that what's happening to us is bad. And we have to stop it. And the way we could stop it is by being a culture of independence, a culture of freedom, and a culture of self-reliance and helping people be the same. Personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. It does not require violence. The minute they get violence, they can crush violence because they have the tools to crush violence right now. So violence is not the answer. Personal excellence and raising of standards and peaceful non-compliance to their bullshit and an active voice against the shit that you believe to be bullshit, that's the solution. And then voting. So you start by sharing the show. Yeah. All right. Guys, Andy, that is all I got. That's all I got too. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on 